All right, good morning. Teaching others also. Teaching others also. We're doing a Wednesday radio broadcast type of session for December 15th. We're here on December 15th, and we're going to spend a little time again in Romans 5 and see if we get to other passages of Scripture, which we're going to get in our studies. I do hope, I do trust that there's been someone out there, and you used to say radio land, but somewhere out there that's getting a blessing out of it. Uh, we don't get very many, and a lot, none of us do that nowadays, I realize. We'll listen to people, get a blessing. We seldom get any handfuls of purpose back to them, but I, it would be nice sometimes if uh, God so led you to do that. And I'll tell you why. Because, number one, I'm not about wasting my time or anybody else's. And number two, it's obviously a blessing if we know that it is a blessing to someone else. Now, we've been talking about the value of troubles last couple of days. We're going to keep, continue to do that. And we talked a bit about last time about it working patience. Now, I want to go through the overview today, if possible, if I get there. And we'll, so we'll read the whole overview. Uh, Romans 5, verse 3. Not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. So, in the, he said we rejoice in hope of glory in verse 2. And we were looking at words on Monday. And we, we noticed that. Verse 1 says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I emphasize to you, circle the word have. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also, verse 2, we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. So we have access by faith into grace. Would you mark this down? Grace... Someone has said grace is God's riches at Christ's expense. Okay, in salvation, that's too, That's true. God's riches are, G-R-A-C-E, God's riches at Christ's expense. All right? But I want you to think as a Christian in your daily life, when God says, I'll give you grace, He wants to give you His righteousness. He wants to give you His spirit. Okay? At Christ's expense. He purchased that. Grace would be so connected to that word virtue when Jesus said virtue went out of him. And when he says in Philippians, if there be any virtue, okay? And he said we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So we do rejoice. Think about it. I rejoice in the hope of heaven. Oh, my goodness. I rejoice in the hope of heaven. Uh, you know, it may not be today. I wish it was. Like old M.R. DeHaan, the old preacher up north said, you know, perhaps today. I wish it was. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be my lifetime. I hope it is. But I still rejoice in it. The hope of God is eternity. It's my soul is already secured. I have peace. I have access. And then he says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. And another word I ask you to mark was knowing that tribulation worketh with patience. So grace is what we have. And also means that we, we learn by knowing that tribulation works with patience in the process we're going to read here. We know it. Okay? So when you consciously begin to adopt this point of view, like I said on Monday, you know, cheer up. It'll get worse. Well, it will. Uh, Jesus said that when he comes back, it's going to be as the days of Noah. Well, your Bible says the earth was filled with violence 
and the earth was immoral and corrupt. Now, many of the voices that might be hearing me, ears, ears might be hearing my voice today, many of y'all, maybe you've never been exposed to that much, and I hope you haven't. It was my, it's been my lot in life to be around a lot of places, 15 countries plus, and, and all kinds of cities, okay? That's not something I set out to do or bragging about. I'm, I just want you to know I'm not talking from a theoretical point of view. But there are so many places on the face of the earth that are way worse than the average Americans facing. Now, there's some places in America that are getting really bad. Uh, there's some places, you know, around the world, down under, that they're exercising, they're exercising power over people there that, that we as Americans cannot comprehend. Okay? But I want to say this to you. It's not like the days of Noah yet. And, it, and I've been to places that you think God has to kill these people. God has to judge his place. Not because I wanted him to, but just because of the, the wickedness. And then I think it must have been really bad in Noah's day for God to do that. It must have been real, real, real bad. And guess what? It was real, real, real bad. <laughs> okay? So, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. It's not as bad as it's going to get. Cheer up. It'll get worse. It's going to. But you say, well, how, how can I cheer up? It's going to get worse. Because you've got to plug into this. You're a soldier of Jesus Christ. You're a soldier whether you want to be or not. It's like this. If you're born into certain countries through the years, you were born into mandatory military service when you reach a certain age for sometimes two years, etc. You're born into it. Okay. And, and you, you don't go on and go, well, I didn't ask to be born into this. They've got lawsuits now. People are suing doctors who helped somebody have a baby and they were born with some kind of difficulty, so they're suing them for them being born into the world. Well, you're going to have a rough time when you stand before God and try that. Well, God, I, I object to you letting me be born with, you know, a, a crippled leg or something. Well... You take it up with him and see what happens. That's all I can say. So, when I say cheer up, it's because you're a soldier. You were born into this thing. You're born into this, as in born again. Well, I didn't know. Okay, so let me ask you this. So, because you didn't know, you're saying you want to go to hell. Well, if you're saved, ain't no part of you wants to go to hell. You just maybe got a bad attitude. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, having this purpose of knowing that we're Christian soldiers, um, SOJC, soldiers of Jesus Christ, knowing that we are, then we have to adopt the right attitude. Good soldiers of Jesus Christ, not the way the world is with the cussing and the drinking and the, and the, and the callousness, Okay. Not the kind of soldiers that John the Baptist had to reprove. So if we are that, then we do cheer up because we're born into this. And what we do is we embrace what God's doing. Now here's how we embrace it. We say, okay, Lord, what do you want to teach us about being a good soldier? And one of the ones he says is glory and tribulations. Now, years ago, I, I don't still have it. I had a photo of a guy. It was probably a, like a recruiting poster or something. And these guys are coming out of, the, out of the pit with the log on Hell Week, Marines. And I'm sure it was, you know, 
prop, you know, they let them know we're taking your picture, probably. But they're coming out of that, and they are covered in mud. Their eyelids have mud hanging off them, and they're smiling. All you can see is their teeth smiling. And, of course, they had guys, they had, you know, white fellow there, black fellow there, Asian fellow. They were showing that it takes all, all sorts to make a Marine, but they're just, they're smiling. Why? Because, uh, as the Marine DIs used to say, you asked for it. You say, well, that, that would just, you'd lose too many Christians. Well, maybe that's why the Lord <laughs> thinned them out in John 6. I don't know. But the, the upside of this, the positive side of this, is that's how he wants us to be. And so we can glory in tribulations. Now, watch this path with me. Knowing that, verse 3, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, experience hope. Hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Now, can you not see how powerful that progression is? How powerful those elements in our life would be? Isn't that amazing? Patience is a great thing. Experience is a powerful thing. Hope, oh, hope is, is, you can't even measure how powerful hope is. And hope maketh not ashamed. That is, hope <clears throat> does not get embarrassed at its current situation. That's what it means. You, you're not going to get let down by God, and you're not going to give up on God because, ready, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. The best I can tell, without tribulation, you can't know the love of God through the Holy Ghost like you can with tribulations. And that alone to me says, bring it on. Bring it on. Now, I'm not going looking for it. I'm like Oswald Chambers. I'm not going to go looking for it. But I want it from God's hand if that's what it takes to know Him and to know how powerful the love of God is. Because you see, the love of God is what gives us this security. That's why in verse 6 when he says, For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Verse 8, But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And then verse 9, Much more than being now justified. You ought to circle that word. Now, not later. Now, by his blood we shall be saved from wrath through him. He's, not, he's going to take care of us. See, it, people are so worried. They're so worried about how's this going to come up? How's this come, come up? No, focus on what does God want me to do to deal with these troubles? And realize there's, there's so much value in these troubles. You know, I've learned this, and I mean it. I've learned that working with stuff, and I'm going to bring it into the physical world, try to give an illustration. I've learned that working with stuff, when something goes wrong, you slow down, patience, and you say, Lord, have I had to face this before? Or who has had to? And can some of those past ones come to help me? I'm telling you, in the last six months alone, in the last six months alone, I can't tell you how many times something that was maybe four, five, six, eight, even ten years ago that I had to repair or fix or work, like at work, you know, deal with, that experience has helped me with a present experience. And the present experience was more difficult. It was a bigger challenge. And I had to add some knowledge to it to solve it. But I had this hope that this can happen. And I'm not talking about just an, 
a pie in the sky hope, but, and I'm not talking about just, you know, like a, a an airy fairy hope, but you need hope. You need hope to know that you can slow down and deal with things. Now, I don't know how you ladies do things. I don't understand all that. I know how men do it. And men, I'm telling you, you need patience. The older you get, the more patience you need. And patience brings experience. And experience brings hope. And hope brings the love of God that's shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. That confidence that God is in it. And I'm sure most of you are not like me. Okay? I'm sure of that. But I can just tell you this. There's times when my first reaction to trouble, to trials, to tribulations, to adversity to hardship or difficulty or something going wrong. My nature is, everybody's different, is I blame myself first. I mean, I can get down on Michael pretty good, real hard. And the next thing is, I feel like, man, I must be cursed at this thing. I probably shouldn't have tried it. And I have to stop and say, that is not God talking to you, buddy. That is not God saying that. And when you stop, and you say, okay, I'm going to glory in this. I'm going to thank God. Okay, Lord, I thank God. Thank you for this. Show me this. I had a situation recently, and it, it happened, and it was a brand new territory for me, working with hydraulics. And I was like, I don't know nothing about this, but I got to fix this. And do you know that through it all, several really good things happened. Uh, by dealing with the original company, by talking to them, uh, God provided some parts and different stuff. I got gained some extra knowledge. And you know it does a whole bunch of things. Fellas, you know this. You know this. We're almost done for our time today. You know this. Fellas do. And I think probably applies to just everybody. That when you face something you don't know all the stuff about, it it is perplexing or frustrating. It, there's fear behind it, even though you don't want to admit, uh, admit it as a man. And God says, look, I'm going to keep bringing, I'm going to take you through things because tribulation works patience. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast, fast is lethal. Now, we're not going out, we're not special forces. But it will make us more effective. That's what lethal means in that faith. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. Just slowing down everything. And I pray today that you'll think about this, that you will embrace, embrace this thing of what God does in our lives. Embrace what it is to be a Christian soldier, male or female. There's no gender in it. Embrace it today. And let's continue to look at how God uses the value of troubles. See you tomorrow.